Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Now, you guys ready to get started? This is the Rich Eisen Show. With the fourth pick, the New York Jets select. And I know what the Jets need, and they need Sauce Garden. If you are, in fact, drafted by any team other than the Jets before the Jets choose. With the third pick. Would it be a problem if I came up and made sure the commissioner did not hand you that jersey? That's what you were thinking about doing, huh? The Rich Eisen Show. With guest host, Ryan Lee. Earlier on the show. Minnesota football head coach, PJ Fleck. Coming up. Pro Football Hall of Famer, Kurt Warner. From Pro Football Focus, Trevor Sikama. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Ryan Leaf. Welcome back, everybody, to the Rich Eisen Show. Ryan Leaf here, filling in for Rich, who we should have shortly, efforting to get the main man in efforting. Las Vegas. Efforting. 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 Uh, alongside TJ Jefferson. Yo, what up? Michael Del Tufo. Hey. Chris Brockman. Hey, hey. I'm Ryan Leaf. Let's go. I am hosting this show today. <laughs> I again, I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I when I was told I was going to host these shows, I put into the talent uh, bookers to try for Will Ferrell again because I don't know if you guys are watching some of the Twitter feed, but everybody <laughs> continues to think that that it's Will Ferrell hosting the show. <laughs> I don't believe I sound like him, but people clearly close their eyes and they can hear. A young, what was the last tweet I just saw? A young Will Ferrell trying to be a straight-laced sportscaster. <laughs> yeah, I don't hear it. I don't hear it either. I don't hear I it. I don't know, man. Maybe because we're too close. We're too now, close maybe if it. I if I try to try to be Ron Burgundy, you know, and start right. doing the right. doing the whole thing like well, you got to go higher for that, like I. Well, that's if you qu- that's if there's a question Scotchy, mark on the Scotch, teleprompter. Scotch. You know? I love Scotch. <laughs> Scotch, Scotch, Scotch. Love- in my belly. <laughs> I dressed up as Ron Burgundy for the Halloween show for Pac-12 Network, and uh, that's the that's one of the lines I used. I looked at uh, I looked at our co-host. And I said, "I love Scotch." <laughs> <laughs> the Batman. The Milk Batman was a bad back. choice. <laughs> um, uh, we got rich. Yeah, Mike, awesome. you didn't get to give him the white glove. Oh, there we go. Did you give him the white glove treatment? Give him the white glove treatment. Ryan's very excited. Welcome to the show, (laughs) the host of the show. And Rich, I want to ask you a question first off. Did did Mike give you the the treatment today? Did he let you know that I was very excited to speak with you? Yes. Okay, good. Yes, that happened. (laughs) I think we're going to have a much better segment today now because of it. I, I think so too. I think so too. You got to drink some intercept and intercept wine last night, oh, eat yeah. with, uh, with Charles Woodson. I mean, tell us about your evening before yeah. the draft. How's your hangover? <laughs> There's no hangover. Oh, you're a no pro. Hangover. I'm sorry. I'm a pro. My voice is intact um, for Sounds tonight. Sounds timbery. Tomorrow and Saturday. Oh, you know. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. Uh, last night, uh, Barry's Prime Downtown. Okay, uh, downtown. Where we went. Nice. Yeah, downtown. When we went downtown, uh, passed by the uh, hotel, the first hotel I ever stayed in in Las Vegas back when I was in college. Zipped by it. If I'd only seen it, you know, sooner, I'd have taken a picture of it. Um, just a, it's just a wild. And then they shut down uh, Las Vegas Boulevard around ten o'clock last night, right around the uh, the uh, intersection of um, Caesar between Caesars and Bellagio, because the stage for the uh, prospects. The red carpet is right there at the Bellagio Fountain, so I- I'm expecting a monster crowd uh, on Las Vegas Boulevard tonight. Just a monster, because the draft set, the draft hall is on the other side of it. It's like on the if you if if you know Las Vegas, and um, Bellagio is on one side, the Paris Hotel is on another. It's behind the Palace pa- uh, Paris Hotel towards uh, the Thomas and Mack Center. So that's where it is, and so they're going to need to have like a clear path for the prospects to get across Las Vegas Wow. and get to the draft set. And I just think it's going to be, from what I'm told, potentially I'm, I'm seeing how it's all, yeah, Las Vegas Boulevard is closed off for that entire section. Oof. Like no cars can go um, north or south. I'm watching them like turn around right now. It's just going to be a mass humanity uh, on um on Las Vegas Boulevard tonight, and Love it. I can't wait to see it lit up. You know, I can't wait to see this town lit up with draft. Well, I, I want to give you some good news. Uh, we have already okay. held the first eight picks yeah. of the NFL draft today on the show, you, yeah. and your uh-huh. and your and your Jets selected uh, Sauce Gardner. <laughs> Rich, we're doing a mock draft. Rich, we're doing all all thirty two picks. Each of us get okay. eight. I had number four, and I made you happy. Well, I mean, what were your other? What would you have done otherwise? <laughs> you know, I would have well, probably, Michael, Michael Del Tufo, Michael, De, Michael Del Tufo what, what had the recap for him. What yeah, we have, Michael Del Tufo had the number three pick, and he easily could have taken Sauce Gardner right there. Right now, what we have is how we how how the Rich Eisen show mock draft has gone. Number one overall pick was Kayvon Thibodeau out that of was Oregon. Uh, number okay. two, the Detroit Lions selected Aiden Hutchinson that, out of Michigan. That was me. That was TJ. Uh, Iquanu went to the Houston Texans. Mike Del Tufo made that okay. pick. The Jets selected Sauce Gardner by Chris Brockman. The Giants, I selected Evan Neal, offensive tackle. The Panthers and TJ selected Trayvon Walker. And the Giants, with Del Tufo, selected Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. And then at eight, the Falcons, which Chris Brockman drafted was Jamison Williams from yeah, Alabama. I mean, those are all, I, I mean, the one that, that's kind of out of left field and really out there is Thibodeau number one overall. Yep, yep it is. And, and that, that doesn't mean that they're, you know, that he's not a talent worthy of it. It's just that I, I don't know if that, that'll happen, but, you know, it's possible that, you know, that, that the, the Jets do take sauce where they do. And it's possible the Texans do take sauce in front of the Jets. I've been told to keep an eye on that, that, that it's a total, total crapshoot, which is a great phrase to use for this uh, draft. And, and the whole idea that Thibodeau can't go number one is, is you know, um, out the window because anything can p- 
possibly happen tonight. I doubt it will. I think it's going to be Trevon Walker. But those are all possible um, slots for everyone else. Well, s- since we have you here, uh, our, uh, um, we'd like you to participate in, yeah. in, in the next part of the mock draft because the Jets select uh, after the Seattle Seahawks here, which is what I have. So uh, if you can bear with us just for one moment, we would love for you sure. to make the 10th yeah, overall have, pick for the New York Jets. I'm going to give pick up my in. pick to you, Rich. I'm 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 scheduled to Bequeathing pick for the it. Jets, but I'm going to bequeath it to you. And Ryan has the number Thank nine you. pick. With the number nine overall pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Seattle Seahawks on a uh, draft swap from the Denver Broncos select Derek Stingley Jr., Ooh. cornerback, Oof. LSU. Well, and. That makes me very happy because we've already taken a corner and we were going to take a second one. Um, that leaves Drake London for the Jets, and I think that's what they would do. Drake is in. Uh, the New York Jets select Drake London out of USC. Yes. And um, the last time the Jets used a first-round pick, um, either this – got to get this back straight beforehand. Either this high, top ten, or at all um, – was uh, USC's Keyshawn Johnson. Keyshawn, right, number one. So there is a little bit of uh, a, a connectivity in terms of taking somebody out of USC. So hopefully it'll work out a little bit better long term than it did with Sanchez. We'll see how it goes. And Darnold. And Rich, I would have I would have picked Drake for you guys as well. So we were uh, I was right look, on the same page. We were right there with that one. Look at us. The mind look meld exists. The mind <laughs> meld exists. Um, uh, really looking forward to uh, NFL Network tonight. The coverage for Rich and Kurt Warner and everybody starts at 8 Eastern on NFL Network. Um, how's the atmosphere building towards this? Uh, your, your your first your front row seat yeah. for it. How, how's it been building since you got into town and where where is it at now? Every single person I run into that works at NFL Network or works with the NFL, the first thing we say to each other is like, you know, can you believe this is happening? None of us can. I mean, the, the you know, the I'm thinking about how actually to start tonight's broadcast because tonight's broadcast will start with no doubt um, a minute of scenic shots of our draft position, the draft halls position, the red carpet uh, pontoons position, <laughs> and just the the scope of it all. Um. And the the never-say-never aspect of the NFL is embodied by this event from Tom Brady, 199th overall, to those who are not drafted, like your next guest in, in Kurt Warner, you know, to everything else. And so this draft itself embodies never-say-never because when NFL Network started, in the first 10, 15 years of me associated with the network, anybody ever said, you know what, let's have a draft in Las Vegas. The answer would be like, never, never, ever in a million years would that ever come out of somebody's mouth and it would be believable, but we are here. And this is a bit of a dry run for the main event two years from now. And the Super Bowl is going to be here. And everybody's just walking around going, what will the Super Bowl week be like here? And my best guess is it will be just insane. (laughs) And I think (laughs) that's, you know, maybe stating the obvious, but also in the fact that the town can absorb it. I mean, the amount of hotel rooms that 
you just look at on one street corner, one intersection in Las Vegas might be more than some small market cities in the NFL that dream of hosting a Super Bowl one day. So we're just looking around here and just kind of stumbling around in, in shock that we're here, that this exists, that the NFL is in Las Vegas. I mean, the draft hall that you're going to see tonight has got the logos of the NFL near like the logos of, of playing cards, like a, like a, a diamond, a heart, you know, a club, a spade. And it's nuts. Like, I can't believe that. And um, <laughs> it's, it's funny how like years ago, I, I'm 52. So I had a 40th birthday party uh, in LA um, now, geez, a double a dozen years ago. And there was a party at night. Um, but during the day I had a charity poker tournament and, the uh, the invitation to the charity poker tournament had four Kings on it. Like I put, you know, like I, uh, like you've gotten four of a kind. Right. And I, I sent it to a whole bunch of NFL executives, including, you know, Roger Goodell to invite them to be part of a charity event for my birthday. And I remember being pulled into the office of Steve Bornstein, who was in charge of the NFL network. And he's just like, I got this invitation with four playing cards on it. Did you send this to everyone else? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what were you thinking? <laughs> and I'm like, it's for charity. He goes, I'm sure it's fine. But like, did, did you, you didn't, you didn't send this to the commissioner. Did you? And I'm like, you know, I'm, I might have. <laughs> Maybe. You know? I might have. That, 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 you know, you're like, and, and uh, you know, I just washed over me like, how stupid can you be? But it's, it was for charity. I didn't think anything of it. And obviously nothing came of it. But that was just, that's just the general sense of, you know, growing up, if you will, at NFL Network is like, you got to think twice when you're talking about playing cards or anything like that or Las Vegas. I mean, we're here. This yep. is insane. Rich, I got a for great idea. I got a great idea for you. you. Here's how you open the show. And I'm, I'm sure you're wearing the finest Italian leather tonight on the air, right? You're going to be, you're, you're going to be, leather. I mean, sorry, Italian <laughs> linen. You're going to be pressed. <laughs> you're going to look, fit. I mean, he probably has a, a, Italian leather shoes. I'm just going out on a limb. Here's what uh, I'm here. Should I get a pen here? Chris, should I get a pen? Should I write this? No, down? no, no. This, you're going to be able to remember oh. this. Here's what you need okay. to do. You dress up as Elvis, and that's how you come on and start the show. You can easily change in the first commercial break, but if you come on the air and you're dressed like Elvis, yeah. you are going to go so viral tonight, it's going to be crazy. And you could say yeah. Elvis has left the building, but the NFL's re-entered the building. I don't know if you want to do that, but I mean... How can I say Elvis has entered the building when I'm... like? Mike, guys, Mike help me. Mike, work with me. Here. I'm, working, I'm trying. I'm giving Rich a chance to go viral tonight. Dresses well, Elvis. I'm, I'm, I'm not here to go viral. I'm here to host. <laughs> Rich, your whole life is trying to go viral, okay? I know you. All right? This is your moment. You're in Las Vegas. Dresses yeah. Elvis. Well, or or you could go as Siegfried yeah. or Roy and have, like, DJ and David Shaw be, like, the Tigers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I hear you. Um, I don't think we have enough time for that. Um <laughs> You know, in terms of costuming, okay. uh, or just work. get a just get an Elvis what? impersonator out there and let him open the show. 
What I have done, though, out. is I have reached out to Jack Andrade of NFL Network Research to see if there are any prospects with the name Siegfried or Roy, <laughs> um, Wayne or Newton, yep. uh, Frank or Sinatra, Dean or Martin, Sammy or Davis. Okay. Um, and or green down the line, <laughs> or any, anything that may have carrot or top in it as well. So there is there is a Murray State defensive line prospect Ooh. who's not expected to be drafted, Ugh. but you never know. This prospect's name is Maurice Green. Oh, Maurice. No, way. no way! No way! His nickname, his nickname is Mo. <laughs> oh my gosh! Get this there man assigned. Mo Green. Get him assigned post. Oh my god! There is a Mo Green. Wow! That's amazing for drafting. I mean, so, I love it. That would oh. be the viral moment, Chris. If this kid gets drafted, now we're talking. Trust me. My Brian Anger moment where I stop the draft and go off will look like a walk in the park. Attaboy. Well, we, we can only pray for Saturday. <laughs> well, we can't wait for, for that. Yes. Uh, we look forward to your broadcast tonight. Uh, we're going to get to your co-host, uh, Kurt Warner, here in just a minute. But Fantastic. thanks again for the opportunity and for calling in today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, buddy, have you fun. Guys, hey, have Rich, fun, Rich. Uh, hey, Rich, have a great time yeah, tonight, man. Sure. And, and just remember, like, you're a professional. You don't need us telling you, you know, best of luck. But just remember that you're doing this not only for your parents, you're doing this for Susie and the kids and for the, the University of Michigan. But way more importantly than that, you are representing Brock Mandel, Tufo, and myself tonight. So I just don't want to add pressure, but just remember that. Nope, and I appreciate that. I will be sitting straighter up in my chair with that knowledge. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Or, as uh, somebody who's in residence here might say, you are the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> so, it's important. Much, important stuff. It. Important stuff for Mitch Eisen there and TJ Jefferson. <laughs> important stuff. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks, Rich. Rich Eisen, everybody, from the Rich Eisen Show. We'll be hosting uh, the wall-to-wall coverage and just in awe of what the NFL has done uh, and how they've taken over Las Vegas. They're shutting down Las Vegas Boulevard, guys. Ryan Leaf, or I'm sorry, Dr. Leaf. Yes. Imagine Mike Del Tufo yesterday, like, I liked it better in the 80s when they were just in a room and handing a card. They're, Mike, they're going to have pontoon Still boats, better. B. Who cares? Like, come no, on, no, man. You, you, didn't, you didn't say that part of it. Yeah, no, he just said overall he liked it better back then. the draft when it was in, like, the Radio City. When it was in Radio City Music Hall. Okay. Those old school. Ryan was shutting down the street in Vegas. I don't mind that. I don't mind that take from Mike. Okay. I I mind you not mind it. I said where you just got the commissioner and gets a hands of cards and stuff like that. Right? I don't want that. I want to see the spectacle tonight because it's going to be cool. But Phil, I mean. you wish it was Radio City. Boring ass New York. Well, New York's not boring. New York's not boring, boring Chris. It's not boring. No, no, no. Maybe City just in that room was boring. Some of the draft. best, yeah. best drafts. See, I mean, are you kidding? Have, have me? Happened in New York City, yeah. 1998, for example. I don't know who was drafted then, but what happened? It <laughs> was an exceptional <laughs> draft. That was a beautiful draft. Right. Oh, Tim Dwight. Speaking right. of, <laughs> speaking of uh, the NFL draft, and somebody who was not drafted but became one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, Super Bowl champion, Hall of Famer, Kurt Warner. He's going to join us next here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm Ryan Lee, filling in for Rich. We'll be right back. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. 
Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. All right, welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. I'm Ryan Leaf, filling in for Rich Eisen, who's in Las Vegas, uh, alongside TJ Jefferson, hey, that's me. Michael Del Tufo, hey. Chris Brockman, yo, yo. who have all been so spot on on their draft choices so far for the mock draft here on the Rich Eisen Show. Kayvon Thibodeau, Aiden Hutchinson, uh, Iquanu, uh, Sauce Gardner, Evan Neal, Trayvon Walker, Garrett Wilson, Jamison Williams, J-Mo. Derek Stingley Jr., and Drake London are Drake. your top 10 draft picks. If you out there are listening, go all in on the Rich Eisen Show mock draft. That's where you make your real money. <laughs> That's where you make real money. All righty. Our next guest is uh, one of my favorite people. In the world, right? Joining us on the Mercedes-Benz van phone line. Uh, Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion, uh, mentor to me in the broadcast game. That's for darn sure, uh, Mr. Kurt Warner. Hey, Kurt, how we doing? Good, my man. How are you? I'm doing really well. It's so good to speak to you. I remember putting your name on my like wish list for guests when I was gonna when I was asked to join the show, and they they came back and they said you were already booked in on Thursday, and so I was I was excited to get you on. How you doing? I am doing well. How you doing? What uh, you, excitement of the draft? I mean, just uh, you still think back to to your time and uh, and what it's all about? I, I do. I, I think back. It's one of the the best memories I have. Twenty four years ago in New York City at Radio City Music Hall with my family, everybody present. But the the question I had for you on this is, and, and I saw the movie, of course, which is which is. Uh, phenomenal but they kind of they they show the draft day for you and the couple days that it goes and where your name's not called and what were you feeling inside uh the emotions and and where you were in life right then and with the family and everything like that moving in that direction wondering where your dream was going to come yeah you know i mean obviously i was in a completely different situation than you were knowing that you know you were going to get drafted you were going to get drafted high all of those things but i think still the the fact that yeah, I played the game. The fact that, you know, I was in that moment and I had dreamed about it so many times, I still sat there through the entire drafts going, is this where I'm going to be picked? You know, starting at the number one pick. Like, you still have the dream that, yeah, I know, maybe somebody saw something in me and, and they're going to draft me number one. Okay, they didn't. But I would go through every single one of the picks, all the way through the seventh round, just going, okay, maybe this is the pick. Maybe, you know, this is the team that, that saw me and saw something and they're going to draft me. And, you know, so that's what, you know, the entire moment was. There, was. there was hope throughout the entire draft that my name would be called because all I wanted was an opportunity to compete at the next level. <clears throat> and, you know, and doesn't mean you have to get drafted. Obviously, we know that, and, and it happened for me. But you kind of always felt like that would guarantee me a shot at my dream. And so, you know, I sat there for, you know, each day of the draft and, and each pick um, and were hoping and was hoping that my, my name was going to be called. Um, and, you know, it was disappointing, obviously, to not have my name called, even though it wasn't necessarily anything that I thought, well, if I don't get called, whatever. Um, you just hope. 
because it's it's your dream. I mean, it's part of this big dream that we have. One of those parts of it is hearing your name called on the podium from the commissioner to say that, that you're getting a chance to uh, to play in the NFL. We're talking with uh, Pro Football Hall of Famer uh, Kurt Warner. Uh, you can reach him at on Twitter at Kurt13Warner. He will be on the uh, network's coverage tonight of the 2022 NFL Draft from Las Vegas. It kicks off tonight at, at 8 Eastern time. Um, you do a tremendous job breaking down quarterbacks. You do it on your on your off time because you just love it. Is there a quarterback in this year's draft? Because it's been considered a bit of a uh, underwhelming class, and I, I don't necessarily yeah. buy into that because you never quite know how it's going to play out. You're a Hall of Famer. I was drafted second overall. Look where we're sitting in different places. It always depends on what it looks. Is there a quarterback that you watched and kind of broke down where you really see some upside that a team would would benefit if they were to go out and draft him? Um. Yeah, there there are. I actually like the top two guys again a little bit more than the other guys. I you know, and I talk about really the top five guys that could probably go, you know, first second round um, guys. Um, but but I'm with you, Ryan. I, I I think it's one of those things where it's so disappointing to me when a guy can have you know a great college career, do some great things in college, and then all of a sudden we get close to the draft, and all of a sudden people are kind of knocking them down, and no, oh, they don't have an upside, or they don't have you know, the ceiling that we want and whatever. I mean, I watched Kenny Pickett play, and I thought he had an unbelievable year last year. And he had a consistent year. Or game in and game out, he made big plays. Uh, he carried his team week in and week out. You know, they asked him to throw the ball down the field. It wasn't just a bunch of dink and dunks and, and wide receiver screens. I mean, he bought time. I mean, I just – I watched the tape, and, you know, you heard people, you know, recently kind of knocking him down. Maybe they won't go – so I went back and watched more tape, and I was more impressed when I watched tape uh, the next time than I was the last time. Same happened for me with Malik Willis. Uh, you know that you watch just a handful of tapes the first time or games, and then you go back and you watch some more games. and And I was more impressed the more I watched both of these guys. Their their command of the football, their touch on the football, their ability to make plays, their ability to process, uh, you know, through their plays. So. I'm excited about the top two guys. A lot of people aren't. I'm a guy that says, hey, I'm going to look at what they did in college. I'm going to watch it on tape because, as you said, we can't project how they're going to grow and how much they're going to grow at the next level. So all you can base it off of is watch their tape, watch them on on a consistency basis, and if they were good at that level, I have to presume they're going to be able to take that and translate it to the next level. And then we'll see how great they become. So I really like the top two guys, um, you know, that, that I watched uh, in, in Willis and Pickett. The other three guys, I think, have more deficiencies and more questions about them for me than the top two. Uh, I think Sam Howell kind of intrigues me a little bit uh, because when you watch him, he's got three years of really good tape, making a lot of big-time throws. He's maybe the most gifted thrower of all these guys, the most natural thrower of all of these guys. Um, and so I'm intrigued by where he might go and what he might become at the end of the day. Uh, but I do believe you got some potential of some guys that could go to the next level and be, and, and be stars. Yeah, I agree with you. Sam Howell has a ton of experience. Uh, there's a lot of quarterbacks in this year's draft that have a lot of experience, a lot of snaps, where a year ago kind of the 
uh, the guy that I thought might have a good shot but didn't have a lot of tape, didn't have a lot of exposure or experiences was Davis Mills, and he went on to have a, a, a tremendous year for the Texans this year. Uh, that's a big part of all this, right? The, the amount of snaps you get because once you get to this level, they want you to be able to play as fast as you can, and the more snaps you have, the more experience you have, the better chance you're going to be able to absorb and, and be a, and articulated on the football field. Well, and I think a lot of it has to do with how they're playing the game too, Ryan, is that I think that's something that, that, that is missed quite often because it's such a different game from college to pro. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of times when I break down tape for the draft and I watch these college offenses, I, have, I don't even know how to assess these quarterbacks because I know they're not playing the game in college the way they're going to be playing in right. the NFL. Right. And so it's hard for me to go – I don't really want to project this guy because I haven't seen enough of what I expect him to have to do at the next level. The guys that do that um, are the guys that, to me, are easier to assess. And you mentioned Davis Mills. I thought the same thing when I watched him. I'm like, this guy really intrigues me. I know nobody's talking about him, but the consistency by which he plays, the technique with which he plays the game, gives him a chance to be successful at the next level. Doesn't guarantee he's going to be a superstar, but but gives him a chance in a unique way, and that's kind of how I break down the tape as well, and that's why I say with Kenny Pickett, I think they asked him to do a lot of things that he's going to do at the next level, and he showed that he could do it and do it at a high level and do it through the course of an entire season, and that's why I put him kind of above everybody else, but why I'm intrigued. Does he have to get better? Yes. I mean, you know, everybody Ryan, nobody does. Comes in, yeah. Nobody comes into the NFL as a great college quarterback and is automatically great not having to improve at the NFL level. Everybody's got to get better and improve, and that's the unknown that we don't know and why you have guys like myself or Tom Brady that in college it was like, eh, you know, but you get to the NFL and these are guys that can continually grow and get better in different ways and get acclimated to the speed and the speed maybe brings out the best in them playing against the best players takes them to another level. And that's what we don't know. And so to try to project that and everybody throwing out the ceiling and the upside words, I'm like, you have no idea what this guy's upside is because I don't know if you agree with me, Ryan, but usually when guys grow at the next level, it's not because they throw the ball farther or they run faster it's because mentally yep. they take themselves to a different place. And that's the thing that nobody knows about any of these guys. So when somebody says, oh, I don't know what his upside is, well, yeah, because nobody does, because it's going to be what happens between his ears way more than it's going to be what happens with his feet or his arm or anything from a physical standpoint. And that all comes down to how you deal with failure at that level. And when expectations are high, if you're drafted really high, or if expectations are a little bit lower, if you're drafted, in the, drafted towards the back of the, the NFL draft or in, in free agency, it's, it's really how you deal with failure. And, and can you deal with it in a healthy, positive way? And those that are able to usually are able to develop and get better because they see opportunity in the failure. They see it as an opportunity to do better the next time. And you exemplified that every move, every time you had an opportunity and, and, and took advantage of it. And these guys need to do the same. Uh, I mean, no doubt. I mean, that's the thing that we know is no matter how good you are in college or, or even in the NFL, there's going to be those moments, whether it's the moment in the moments in the course of a game or whether, you know, it's a game or a stretch of games where you don't play your best football. 
And to be able to work through that and to be able to hold on to your confidence through that, to know who you are in the midst of those failures so you can, like you said, learn through it. You know, not get tentative and go, oh, my gosh, I just threw an interception. Yep. Now I better throw my check down the next 10 throws so I don't look really bad if I throw another interception. You know, the ability to go, oh, I threw an interception. Oh, I understand why I threw the interception. I'm, I'm going to make that same throw this next time because I believe I can make it, but I'm going to do it a little bit differently. And so it does become so key. And, you know, those are all the unknowns. And it's the beautiful part of the position, and it's the most difficult part of the position is, you know, trying to figure out what you can and cannot do, what you can be and what you can't be, and how to make different throws. I remember hearing that great story about Peyton Manning. I don't know if Marshall was telling me this, but, you know, he, he would go into practice or even games, and he'd try to make a throw in a game, and he's like, man, I know I can make that throw because I made it in college. And then he'd go and make that throw, you know, try to make the throw again, and again it gets intercepted. And eventually he goes, okay, I had to learn that I couldn't make that throw in the NFL. Yep. And the only way to learn it is to try it and to try it again and to try it again and then realize, oh, you know, I, I keep thinking I can make it, but it's showing me that I can't. And, you know, I wasn't afraid to try, but now I've learned what I am able to do and what I'm not able to do. And, and that becomes so key at this level. Uh, again, another example, like Jameis Winston is a great example for me, is that he does so many good things reading plays and getting the ball to the right guy. But he hasn't figured out what throws he can make and what he can't make at this level. And it's been the one thing that's held him back from being that guy in the NFL. And the one thing he's got to figure out if he ever wants to become that franchise guy that a team invests in for the long term. But I think you, you make a great point. It's learning through the errors uh, and the struggles and learning how that's going to make you better and being able to make the changes that, that do just that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kurt, you have a wonderful show tonight. Uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us. I can't wait to speak with you again here soon and, and uh, love to your family. All right, man. Same to you. And uh, enjoy the rest of the show and enjoy the draft. Yes, sir. Kurt Warner, everybody. Thanks, Pro Kurt. Football Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion. If you guys get a chance, go check out his film. It's uh, it's pretty pretty amazing. Just the uh, just just the story. The story. It, it has n- not a lot to do with football. It's more about the story and how somebody achieves their dream and never gives up and has the family support. All of it. Uh, involved really good and fun to talk to him he's been a huge influence on me uh, with my broadcast career a lot of times I'll listen I'll watch the Monday Night Football game and I'll turn it on mute and I'll just turn on the Westwood One broadcast and listen to him go with it because he's so darn good at what he does so all right he talked all about the NFL draft we have a quick a quick six picks to get done here if we're going to get done with this draft so at number 11 11 the pick is in for the Washington you, Mike. Commanders. Mike Del Tufo, who do the Washington Commanders take at 11 overall? Wide receiver, Ohio State, Chris Olave. Ooh. Ooh. I like it. I like him as a player. I think the, the, there is a bit of a discussion of, of how big he is and whether that is, but um, I, I think this is a great pick. He was special. His body control in the air catching the football, great. All right, at number 12. The Minnesota Vikings select Chris Brockman. 
Okay, Mike, you went Chris Olave. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 you were trying. Yeah, Chris Olave. Oh, oh. I'm going to take a value pick here. I'm going to take Jermaine Johnson, Florida State Edge. Nice. This is a guy that I thought would, would have a real shot at the top 10. Uh, he slips a little bit in the uh, Rich Eisen mock draft, but a great pick for first-year coach Kevin O'Connell to build up that defensive side of the football. Jermaine Johnson out of Florida State, edge rusher. All right, at number 13, uh, the Houston Texans, or sorry, the Houston Texans from a, a, a swap with Cleveland. Well, we're caught up. We've done now, we're through 12. Remember, but we needed we to, but two. we were, but we, we were we only able to do two rich. in the Richest segment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you're right. So Houston at number um, 13 uh, selects Kyle Hamilton. Ooh. Safety. Oh, Notre Dame. Ooh. Another guy that could have went in the top 10. I really like him. And in, in fact, I, his ability to cover the field, um, I think he can be an incredibly impact player for the Houston Texans. These are the types of players uh, that they need. The, they, they focus on the O-line. And now on the back end of the defense to build them up and make them better. All right. So we got Kyle Hamilton at number 13. All right. TJ Jefferson. Hmm. Pick in for the Baltimore Ravens at number 14. They select. Just a second. Just a second. Baltimore Ravens. Uh, you know, I, I was really leaning towards Olave for the Ravens there. Oh, and uh, you kind of. Through, through us into a panic, and I don't want a Viking situation to happen where we lose our pick. So <laughs> I'm going to play it safe. I wanted to get Lamar some help on the offense. I just I don't think I'm going to reach right to. now. You have to, right? But <laughs> What do you got? Man, I, I think I'm just going to play it safe, and I'm going to go with Trent McDuffie, cornerback out of Washington. Ooh, Ooh. I like it. Now this is nice. – this is this is DBU of late with Jimmy Lake and how he's produced these players. I, I like it. They need to. That was what was the problem last year for them? Where were the injuries? Of course, at running back, running back yeah, but yeah. at corner, right? They were depleted so much at corner. So I like that. Trent McDuffie, defensive back out of the University of Washington. Only bad thing about it is he went to Washington. <laughs> that was the other thing. I was like, Ryan's not going to like this. But. Oh, I, I, I'm okay with it. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. Uh, all right, at number 15, the pick is in. The Philadelphia Boo. Eagles with a swap from the Miami Dolphins. The crowd, of course, not happy oh, with Robert anything Boy. Howie Roseman or anything Philadelphia here <laughs> in Las Vegas. The Philadelphia Eagles in the 2022 NFL Draft, Mike Del Tufo, select. Georgia defensive tackle Jordan Davis. Oh, oh, what value? No. What value? Oh, destroyed me there. I had him. Pegged for yeah. the Chargers I had at seventeen. Hamilton too, I had Hamilton. We could have made a trade. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, a trade a swap. We could have made. A swap. I am the commissioner. I may not accept this. <laughs> this pick. <laughs> All right, Jordan Davis. Hmm, interesting. Jordan Davis. You went with value, not that need. Was exactly. Here. Yep, it was value. Okay. Value, not need. All right. For the final pick of this segment, at number 16, the New Orleans Saints, which have gotten this from Indy, then went to Philly, Philly to now New Orleans. In the 2022 NFL Draft, the Saints select. Got to protect the quarterback. Protect the quarterback at all costs. Northern Iowa, offensive tackle, Trevor Penning. I like it. I like it. Jameis Winston's going to like it, too. And if he follows through with what Kurt Warner had to say there, 
learns what throws he can't make, which I thought he started to do in those first seven games last year under Sean Payton. Will be interesting without Sean in that process. But if he's a guy that can limit himself to just, I would even say half the amount of interceptions he threw in Tampa, he can be incredibly impactful for this team. You add an offensive lineman to protect it. Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. Who else went to Northern Iowa, everybody? Uh, Curtis Eugene Warner. Curtis Eugene Warner. Is that his middle name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I know this because remember, I used to do a fantasy football show like 12 years ago, and he zoomed in with us, and I said it. I said, Curtis Eugene Warner. He goes, I feel like I'm in fourth grade again here. In so I just remember. That's pretty funny. That is awesome. That is a great value pick. When we come back. I'll be honest will... with you, Ryan, before we leave. I, I, I completely slept on Jordan Davis. I forgot he was off the board, but, you know, <laughs> the Ravens, you know. I needed. No, you got a good pick. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think if I don't think Philadelphia is going to be doing that. All right. So I think they go wide receiver at 15. So we'll see. That may allow for the Chargers at 17 to get them. We'll see. When we come back, the Chargers are on the clock here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll be right back. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. Ryan Leaf here, filling in for Rich alongside TJ Jefferson, oh. Michael Del Tufo, Chris Brockman. They have been exceptional with their picks so far. In fact, so good that I had to, to, to give uh, Mr. Del Tufo a little needling there during the break because uh, he stole my Chargers pick with Jordan Davis to the Eagles at 15. All right, quick recap uh, of the last, uh, what is it, the last six picks, right? Uh, at 11, Washington selects Chris Olave. At 12, Jermaine Johnson to the Minnesota Vikings. At 13, the Houston Texans go with Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame. At 14, the Baltimore Ravens, Trent McDuffie, cornerback, Washington. 15, uh, the Eagles select Jordan Davis, <laughs> defensive tackle out of Georgia. And at 16, uh, value here, offensive tackle, Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. So we are now at my beloved Chargers. Pick is in, and this is just practice. This is just practice because I'm sure uh, the Chargers in the next year or two will have me come to the draft and 
and and do one of the the rounds like the third or fourth round pick, right? I assume they that's should. that's I in so, the making right? yeah. with the uh, with the the love fest, the the, the bromance that has come to be with the Spanos family and, and Ryan Leaf once tonight. again. Uh, I can't wait for the opportunity and and look forward to it. At seventeen, the Los Angeles Chargers in the twenty twenty two NFL Draft select Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle, out of Georgia. That is now three defensive linemen from the University of Georgia selected in the first 17 picks. That is a heck of a run right there. All right. At 18, the Philadelphia Eagles with a trade swap from the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I I, I don't want to pick for the Eagles, so I'm going (laughs) to pass it off. This is going to Michael Del Tufo because we know that you'll pick uh, Mr. Irrelevant at at number 18. I'll pick Bobby Boucher for the Eagles if I could. (laughs) At number number 18, the Philadelphia Eagles in the 2022 NFL Draft select... Cornerback from Washington, Trent McDuffie. Mike. Now like, we know you're not paying now attention. Now we know you're not paying attention. Not oh, paying did you just attention. pick that? Yeah, I, I drafted him already. Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. All right. So I have to go to my my See, auxiliary. That's why I'm writing down all the picks. Oh, I didn't but write Mike it predicted down. he was going to okay. do this. And he did. <laughs> We're take Utah linebacker Devin Lloyd. Oh, dang it. Oh, that was that. You know that was Chris Brockman's at 21. Oh, you yeah. know it was. Sorry. All right. That's a great pick. But, you know... This this is starting to veer off course because Philly needs a wide receiver, and right. you have absolutely. Uh, <laughs> okay, we'll go to Arkansas. No, 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 no. All right, Devin Lloyd. This is a such a great pick. If he were to fall to eighteen, I was I was hoping he falls to twenty one to the New England Patriots because that fit would be great. He should be a top ten pick. He runs. He covers he rushes the passer he tackles he causes turnovers he was the most disruptive player in the Pac-12 conference last year defensive player of the year in the Pac-12 conference came in as a skinny wide receiver in safety they they thought of him as a linebacker developed him into one of the best players in college football and uh, uh, that's a steal at 18 for the Philadelphia Eagles linebacker out of Utah Devin Lloyd all right As we move on to uh, number 19, the New Orleans Saints with that flop of picks with the Philadelphia Eagles uh, in the 2022 NFL Draft, select. Okay, with the pick, we're just going to hand the card off there. Yeah, I love love how he's doing everything he needs to right here. (laughs) All right. With the uh, number 19 pick in the 2022 NFL Draft for uh, who that nation or is it who they? No, it's who that. Yes. The uh, New Orleans Saints will get Jameis Williams. No. Ooh. Wait a second. You're not paying attention either. Oh, yeah. No, no, my bad. I'm, I read my it paper upside down. I apologize. The wow. New Orleans Saints will fun. select Traylon Burks, wide receiver, uh, Arkansas. I'm sorry, guys. I messed that one up. Yeah. Traylon Burks, wide receiver, Arkansas. This, this, this player is the closest in comparison to what Debo Samuel is capable of doing. Right, that the, the size, the lower body strength. If San Francisco were in a position today, or had got done yesterday in terms of a trade with the Jets, mm-hmm. this is a guy that you could fit into what Mike McDaniel's did a year ago in Kyle Shanahan's system, and and had that type of success. So you like that a, one? Yeah, I do like this pick. He's a he's a monster. All right, and our final pick here at the end of the segment, Chris Brockman has my beloved Steelers. With the 2022 
Here we go, NFL Steelers. draft. Here we go. The Steelers select. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Here Pittsburgh we go, quarterback Kenny Pickett. Oh, staying at home. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Oh, at home. Let's go. Let's go. How much better of an Let's opportunity to, to scout a quarterback than just to look out your window if you're Mike Tomlin and watch the guy practice, play, and be the star there at Pittsburgh. What a great pick. What a great opportunity for a guy to come in and learn with Mitchell Trubisky. And Love if he's it. good enough, which I think he will be, he will be the heir apparent to Ben Roethlisberger. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. All right. There you have it. The great first job, 20 picks <laughs> this is fun. of the NFL draft. <laughs> you may not even have to watch the draft tonight, but I mean, do. This but is do. basically what's going to happen. Basically yeah, what's going to happen. doing a good job. Um, there's going to be a moment where teams actually draft players that have already been drafted as what's happened here today. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I take that flag on the play. <laughs> All right, we'll have our final 12 picks here before uh, the end of the show. But coming up is Trevor Sikama from Pro Football Focus to talk about all things NFL draft when we come back here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, so um, we're going to go um, in reverse order. Uh, this Uh-oh. time here, we're going to go. Are we doing it right now? No, we're not going to do it right now. Oh, okay. I'm just getting you ready because you're going to pick next yeah, at I'm 21. next at 21 for the Pats. All right. And then at 22 is going to be um, Del Tufo. No. You. It's, it's going to be. No, I'm just picking 21. I yeah. Think. Then it's going to go Del Tufo at 22 for Green Bay. Okay. I'm going to take 23 with Arizona. Yep. And then TJ, and then you get out Dallas. Dallas, and then we'll start back in the regular regular formation. We'll go then you, me, Mike. Yep. Okay, yeah. Yep. So be ready for that. Um, New England's on the clock, uh, and is going to be ready. Hold uh, up, guys. For- Jerry Jones just called me. Hold up, real quick. Yeah. Okay. What What's does up, Jerry Bonk? have to say? Yeah. No, I got it. I got it. All right. Tell Stephen I said what up. All right, we're good. Okay, good. Oh, I'm talking to Aaron Rodgers right now. That was a quick, quick, quick phone call. You're talking to Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, for the Green oh my Bay gosh. Pick, Well, ready. Mike is a shareholder, right? I am so a shareholder. That's I'm jumping, I'm oh, jumping yeah. on uh, Kingsbury's private plane and flying to his house to do this. <laughs> perfect. My goodness. Take a, yeah. take a dip Look in that you pool. Guys. Uh, uh, Mike, do we have do we uh, uh, Hoskins? Do we do we have that uh, graphic uh, of his of his draft day two years ago where he was sitting in his in his living room? This, everybody, if you're watching, was like the biggest swag coach moment out there, right? <laughs> yeah, House in is... Scottsdale, feet up on the counter. You got the fire, fire in the background. Pit. The mountains uh, of there in t- around Tempe, Scottsdale, the Arizona. manicured lawn. Yeah, yeah. Fire pit. This is, uh, this is um, um, I want what he has. What if this was all fake? We never thought about it. What if that was just like a fake like background? He rented, well, he rented the house, you mean? Or no, something? like he's just in well, a room. Rams and that's a fake, that that year. That's a fake house. background, though. It's not even like real. That's a picture that's been blown up and put but in the Have you ever been to the Arizona? Fire was moving. Have you been to Arizona? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you know that's not fake. I, I don't, Ryan, I don't know anything's not fake okay. anymore. You know what you I mean? You think the moon landing was fake? Well, you know. That's, oh, you know. <laughs> conspiracy, conspiracy. Okay, uh, so when we come back... Um, Trevor Sikama uh, from Pro Football Focused uh, is going to join us. He's got his mock draft, and we'll compare it to where we're at uh, through 20 picks and see if any of them match up. Uh, And then we'll get on with ours, right? The next four picks of the draft will be the Patriots, the Packers, the Cardinals, and them Cowboys. (laughs) You're listening to the Rich Eisen Show. I'm Ryan Lee, filling in for Rich. We'll be right back.